KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. You're listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Naso, Chet Sivan, Tafshinayim. The Erev Shabbat program is Lilui Nishmat Shlomo Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel, who his fourth year site was just marked. And I'm your host, Jonathan Snowbell. Today we will do something a little bit out of the box, something that uh, I always thought and believed that the Arab Shabbat program could lead itself to being a little bit informal in its content, a little bit less formal in the system in which we work, we're not giving a frontal shear. And today we're actually going to read an email question that we got, and this is something that I, over time there fluctuates when Usually when I mention my email address or even when I ask for responses, I get a wave of responses. And in the past, I've always answered those email responses by email. And this time I actually think the question is to be posed for everybody. It's something worthwhile to discuss. And if this goes well, I by all means encourage people to write uh, email questions, which I think are... Obviously, everybody's always invited to send in an email. I'll be happy to address specific questions. But if I think that the question is something that relates to everybody, um, then I will be happy to address it to the entire listening congregation of the Arab Shabbat program, however large or small that may be. I have yet to find any statistics on that. In any case, alone from Australia, who is a long-time listener, from the fact that he's been sending me emails for a long time now, writes the following. I consider myself a staunch modern Zionist. I find that I agree with most of your views. I celebrate Yom Atzmod and Yom Yerushalayim, and I struggle to understand why certain groups can't seem to recognize and acknowledge the obvious miracles that Hashem has done for us in connection with these occasions. I also don't really celebrate Lag Baomer. The only real significance of that day for me is that I don't say Tachanun, and I often get a haircut, have a shave, and stop some of the practices that I've been keeping that relate to mourning. Okay. And something here is me interjecting now and saying everything that alone is right up to until now is something that I completely identify with. When you talk about the people that camp outside for two weeks so that they can be at Meron for Lagba Omer, it is clear that you disagree with their approach and their way of celebrating a day that is important to them. However, they equally disagree with our approach in celebrating the days that are important to us. None of these days have a real source in the Gemara, unless you say that we are obligated to say hello when Hashem does a, when Hashem does a miracle for Am Yisrael. My question is this. Why are we not acting hypocritically when we look down at those who celebrate days that we don't celebrate and who don't celebrate days that we celebrate? Okay, so Alona is asking... We don't like that the Haredim don't celebrate Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Atzmod, and we have a problem with them. And Alon and I, because Alon wrote this in first person or first person plural, why are we not acting hypocritically? He's putting me in. He's putting himself on the same team as you will, as myself. That we don't like what they're doing on Lagba Omer, but why isn't this hypocritical? 
we don't like what they do, they don't like what we do. So if we don't like it when they don't like what we do, why should we look down at what they do? And this is an important point, I think, to ponder and to discuss. I don't think there's any rule that says, if you don't like when people have criticism of what you do, you shouldn't criticize others. That is to say, we could take a different example first before we apply it here. If I think what Haredi Jewry views as out of the pale, this is unacceptable. Okay? For example, my wife is a Yoetz at Halacha, and I'm just taking this as an example. I don't know that there is specifically any formal disagreement, but let's, for argument's sake, say my wife is a Yoetz at Halacha. She learned Hilchot Nida, was tested by prominent rabbis in the religious Zionist community in Israel. And for argument's sake, the Haredim opposed this. And again, I say for argument's sake. So now, I don't like that they criticize this. But I might not like what Rabbi Avi Weiss is doing in New York as far as making women into rabbis. Again, I'm saying for argument's sake, and I'm using this as an example. Is it not hypocritical of me to criticize Rabbi Avi Weiss if I don't like that the Haredim are criticizing the Oetzad Halacha program? And the answer is, in my opinion, and this I think is similar to Alon's question, the answer is no. There's nothing hypocritical about this. I'm not making a statement that criticism is out of the pale. That criticism is unacceptable. What I'm saying is I disagree with your criticism of me, and I agree with my criticism of the other person. And that, I think, is an important distinction to make. I'm not a person who thinks that one should not criticize. I'm a person that thinks that you should back up your opinions with substantial backing. That being the case, Alon alludes to in his email, didn't read every last word here, the fact that the Gemara talks about Nevi'im tiknu lahem Israel, and I tried to look up the source briefly this morning and I couldn't find it, Nevi'im tiknu lahem Israel. That on every tzara that happens to Am Yisrael, when they are redeemed from them, there is an obligation to say halal. And of course, this is correct. In other words, this is at the basis of generations of communities. And this is something that is documented in halakhic literature of communities that in different situations they were in dire straits, they were in trouble, and when they were redeemed from them, they established a Yom Tov. It was a local Yom Tov. It's not something that we keep today, but they kept for generations these Yamim Tovim. This was their obligation, and this is something that has a source.
beyond that, if we apply it here, so we could talk about the redemption that happened in Yom Ha'atzmaut, the Jews have a place to go to, they'll never be stuck in a place where their lives are in mortal danger as Jews and they won't have where to go to. In Yom Yerushalayim, we face mortal danger as well. And we were not only saved, but we were given Yerushalayim. My criticism of the Haredim then isn't that why are you taking a day that's insignificant in the Jewish... Pardon me. My criticism of the Haredim is not saying to them you're allowed to take a day that was previously insignificant and make it significant. My criticism, and they're saying, no, you're not allowed to. My criticism of them is the fact that they don't recognize the significance of these days. Certainly the Haredim who live in Eretz Israel benefit from what happened over the last 60 years. They benefit from the existence of the State of Israel. They benefit from the existence, from the from the sovereignty of the Jewish state over the city of Jerusalem. They were saved as well. They don't recognize that. They don't see Yad Hashem in those events. They don't see them worthy of celebration. That, that is my criticism of the Haredi world. If I said to the Haredi world, I don't accept, uh, uh, you're not allowed to make up new Yamim Tovim. And that's why I posed the Lagba Omer, the way they celebrate Lagba Omer. And then, I made up my own Yamim Tovim. Then, Alon's point is well taken. You can't use the same criticism against one person that you're not willing to take upon yourself. But, my criticism for the for the Haredim not celebrating Yom Ha'atzmaut and Yom Yerushalayim, or more, more, more precisely, my criticism of what's going on in Lag Bomer, which we'll address in, the, in a minute, has nothing to do with just taking a day that was previously insignificant and making it significant. The question is why you take something and make it significant. That is the, that is the point here. And here, we're talking on completely different levels. Why don't I like the way Lag Bomer is celebrated? I don't like the way Lag Bomer is celebrated because it revolves around graves, something that I've discussed in other contexts as well. Um, yes, there is Tefillah by Kivrei Tzadikim. I admit to be someone who doesn't identify with that as well. There doesn't seem to be great sources for celebrating death, for celebrating at graves. That doesn't have a source in the Gemara at all. There's a source in the Gemara about the significance of Lagba Omer, and even that is very, very cloudy. It doesn't mention Lagba Omer explicitly in the Gemara. But as it, again, it mentions that as a day where the, the Magifah that was coming to the plague that was plaguing the students of Rabbi Akiva, stopped. That is the significance in the Gemara. So, in the Zohar, there's also references to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai dying on this day and going up in flames. To this, 
to, to the heavens, and this is they celebrate. The only source for this is in the Zohar, and it's hard for me to identify with that. However, here is where is my where my criticism is because until now I can handle the fact that people make bonfires. I can handle the fact that people uh, celebrate Lagba Omer. I'm not opposed to celebrating it per se. I don't identify with it. I'll admit that. I do have a problem with taking a day that's only source is in the Zohar. And granted, and I will get back to that in a minute, that Yom Atzmaut and Yom Yerushalayim don't even have a source in the Zohar. The source in the Zohar says we celebrate the day of his death. I don't find that this is something that we come across in Judaism. I don't find that the day of Moshe Rabbeinu's death is a day that we celebrate in any circles. Chavar Kadisha fasts on that day. I don't find in Tanakh, in Gemara, that there is a celebration of the day that someone dies. I don't find that we go and celebrate at someone's grave. And I don't find that we take a day that has a very questionable makor, but even if it's a decent makor, it's very low level. It's hard to talk about any obligations on that day. It's hard to talk about an obligation to light a bonfire. We don't make a bracha, and we can't even consider making a bracha. And then deciding that we're going to dedicate two weeks of our lives to celebrate it. That, I think, is a lack of proportion in any case. Clearly, this is important to the people who celebrate it. But can it be more important than Chag Shavuot, than Chag Pesach, than Chag Sukkot? Do people invest the same amount of time on those holidays as they do on Lag Bomer? And here's another point of criticism: is the question of the proportion. I'm not saying. We flip it over to the question of Yom HaTzmaut and Yom Yerushalayim. So I think that there is a makor in the Gemara for the way we celebrate it in the religious Zionist community. My main criticism there is the lack of recognition of Yad Hashem in what happens in the world today. And seeing God's impact in creating the state of Israel and bringing us Yerushalayim Criticisms here are in completely different places, and therefore there's nothing to do with hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is not being willing to take criticism in one direction and willing to hand out that same type of criticism in a different direction. You can't say to someone, don't be close-minded and be close-minded yourself. You can say to someone, the Yotzot Halacha program uh, uses tools that I can justify halachically, and the next program, which is more to the more expansive, is out of the pale on halacha. That's not being hypocritical, because if I said to the if I said to the critics of the halacha, don't be close-minded, and I myself was close-minded, that would be hypocritical. If I say A is out of the pale. Or A is in the pale, but B is not out of the but B is out of the pale. That's not hypocritical, because I'm judging two different things. 
This is what we have to be careful when we talk about hypocrisy, what exactly it is we're referring to. I hope my point has been clear. I'm not totally satisfied with the formulation, the way it's come out. But I will briefly conclude, and we'll say Shabbat Shalom on this Arab Shabbat program. It is not hypocritical to criticize when one is criticized. You can't reject criticism per se and say, I don't want to be criticized, but I'll criticize others. That's hypocritical. But if we're criticized by others, that doesn't mean we can't criticize them in a different way. As long as we're consistent, we're not hypocritical. The inconsistency is what makes us hypocritical. But if one's criticizing me about the color of my shirt and I'm criticizing them about the software they use on their computer, those two have nothing to do with each other. And it doesn't make me a hypocrite if I address things in that manner. Anyway, on that note, I encourage uh, the Arab Shabbat program listeners to write in their questions and concerns always, and sometimes I'll address them in the email, and sometimes in this instance, like Alon's email, we thank Alon for his email, give us food for thought to share with others, and we'll be happy to put it up in the Arab Shabbat program and give more food for thought for everybody to think and talk about. So on that note, Shabbat Shalom, and we'll, we'll speak again next week.